Welcome to our time of devotion. We are delighted that you have joined us. Our scripture passage for today comes from the Gospel of Mark. Our daily lectionary assigned for today is Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 45. I recently preached on this text about Jesus healing Simon's mother-in-law, along with healing lots and lots of other people, with more people yet to heal. Jesus got up in the morning and went out to a deserted place alone to spend time with God. This is such an important text for us as we are in the Lenten season. These 40 days are meant for us to pull away, to empty ourselves of something in order to make room for reconnecting with God, even when there's more work to be done. You can find that sermon on the importance of spending time alone with God on our website or on YouTube for Sunday, February 4th. So for today's devotional, I want to read the last six verses of this text, which were not included in the Revised Common Lectionary for Sunday, February 4th. So I'll be reading Mark 1, verses 40 through 45. Hear now the word of God. A man with a skin disease came to Jesus, begging him and kneeling. He said to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean, moved with pity. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched the leper and said to him, I am willing, be made clean. Immediately the skin disease left him and he was made clean. After sternly warning him, Jesus sent him away at once, saying to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But the leper went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the word so that Jesus could no longer go into a town openly, but stayed out in the country. And people came to him from every quarter. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, reach out and touch us with your healing grace and love. May we too be too overjoyed to keep it to ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So one time I was flying home from a two-week stint at seminary. I missed my kids and my husband a lot. But about a day before I was to fly back, I came down with a terrible head cold. It started in my throat, as all of my sicknesses do. I was congested, sneezing and coughing and feeling truly awful. I also needed to get home. Well, this was pre-pandemic, back when you could have a cold and not be judged harshly for being out in public. However, this time I was judged hard. For some reason, I was in an exit row and the flight attendant came around to give us the specific directions of how we are committing to help if the plane were to go down. Truthfully, I'm not sure the exit row folks will have much opportunity to act on their sworn duties, but we have to say we do. I mean, you literally have to vocalize your assent if you are in the exit row. My throat hurt so much and I felt so bad they really should have moved me out of that seat. I could barely lift my head, let alone a panel on the side of the airplane, unless of course a couple of bolts were already missing. Anyway, I nodded my consent, 
and the flight attendant asked me again as though I hadn't heard her. I nodded more vigorously, which I think says in every language that I agree. But as I'm sure you know, this isn't good enough. She then spoke a bit sharply to me and said, I have to say it. So with a slight irritation, I croaked out a yes. And that's when I noticed the woman next to me giving me dirty looks. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say she is sending hate mail through her eyes. Even though I'm coughing into my elbow like a responsible person does, Remember, this is way before any American would ever wear a mask. We just didn't do that yet. Well, with the empty seat between us, I had a brilliant thought. I thought I could lower the tray table for our drinks so that we would have more personal space. So I reached over to her to gently touch her arm to ask if I could move her things to lower the tray table. She pulled her arm back like I had touched her with a red-hot branding iron, and she screeched at me, don't touch my things. I felt like a leper. As I reflect back on this woman, I have so much more compassion for her than I did in the moment. I can think of all sorts of reasons that she was afraid of catching what I had. You know, she could have had a compromised immune system. She could be on her way to visit her newborn grandchild and just couldn't afford to get sick. She could have been afraid at what an illness might do to her and her health or to her partner at home. Whatever the reason, I was a leper to her. I was an untouchable. I was contagious through no fault of my own, but the feeling of being repulsive and untouchable for those couple of hours in my life stayed with me all these years. I can imagine this is only a fraction of what lepers must have felt in Jesus' day. Leprosy in antiquity referred to an array of skin diseases, but in Jewish law, all of them made the victim unclean and capable of polluting others. So a leper was ostracized from the community. They were made to stay out on the outskirts of town and call out, I'm unclean, if anyone came near them. The lepers not only had to endure the physical pain of the disease, they also had to bear the mental anguish and the heartbreak of being banished from human society and shunned literally like the plague. And what does Jesus do? He reaches out and touches the leper. We know that Jesus can command healing and wholeness from words alone, but instead, he touches the untouchable. Ah, the power of touch. We learned this lesson well during the pandemic, didn't we? When we couldn't be in each other's space, let alone shake hands or hug. We were left alone, isolated and untouchable. Jesus demonstrated what scientists have researched and proven. Our primary language of compassion is touch. One scientist wrote, to touch is to give life. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He reached out and touched the untouchables, loved the unlovables, and saved the sinners like you and like me. I'm grateful for this story in Mark's Gospel. 
It makes me pause to wonder where I might offer a healing touch, especially when words just won't do. Will you pray with me? Lord, give us the courage to reach out and touch the untouchables and to love those whom society deems as unlovable. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen.